Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Ready for the Thursday night drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. This is Tone Loke. This is also Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge, alongside former Wisconsin Badger, Tark Sala, all-time leader in sacks in UW history, Tark Sala. I got Alex G behind the glass. Derek Engler out, but he'll be calling in for a segment or two later today. Great to be here. It is. Happy to have you here. Uh, Tark, I got to let you know, starting off the show here, that you saw Alex Strofe back there, and uh, he had no idea. Now, this kind of stemmed from earlier in the week we had Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton on the air, and he referenced ODB instead of OBJ, a mm-hmm. Tark, if you will. Like, you know, every once in a while, you say the wrong thing. Well, I looked at Strofe and laughed, and I thought Strofe was laughing because he was referencing the rapper ODB. Okay. I learned after the fact that Strofe had no idea who ODB is. Really? Yeah. That was that hurt my soul a lot. I played some of the songs. He'd never heard of them. Alex G apparently does not also know who ODB is. And I thought he was iconic is the problem. Like he's got a, a couple songs, especially... Got got my money was a very like that was like the fancy like song right now of the summer maybe ninety nine but you feel like you'd hear it at a party like you got baby got back at party like you yeah. figured that song was kind of in the lexicon apparently not and then Strofe lies to me he's like oh I know the Wu Tang Clan I'm like okay cool what's one song or one member of the Wu Tang Clan nothing well nothing. these guys are like puppies man. But I think Wu Tang. Now they're not Grateful Dead, but Wu Tang is, and you should. They kind you kind of need to know who they are. Like the Stones, like from the rap side of it, Wu Tang is in the the cultural, you know, lexicon. It's it's just part of it. Shofu can come in. He's flipping me off. He can come in and try to defend himself if he wants. But I mean, you. It, it's like one of those things. We had an intern back in the day, uh, Tark, that didn't know that the Grateful Red. At Wisconsin was a homage to the Grateful Dead. That's a bad job by them. Yeah, well, but still, still, these guys are so young; they don't remember all this stuff. Baby, and I'm not the you baby know, the hip hop, you know, but guru Wu, either. Right, but, but Wu Tang is yeah, Wu Tang you know, is like yeah, absolutely. It's nothing to mess with. It's like the Dead. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't really follow the Dead. Or, but you know, who, yeah, yeah. I, the the resident Deadhead is Engler. Is, well, yes. he he kind of went in Rome. Yeah, he could he could uh, join in a little bit and give you a little bit of. More background, certainly more than me. Got Strofe here now. Got to put that one together, right? Grateful, Grateful Red's easy to put together, but well, yeah, I'm lumping you in with that intern that didn't know that connection of Grateful Red to Grateful Dead. Well, that one's easy. 
That right. one's a lot easier. I know who the Wu Tang Clan is, but, but yeah, you know I can't them name as like anything. A, a brand. You don't know. You can't name a song or a member of the group. So how do you know them? Is my question. Because they were icons, right? Like you're you're a cult follower. It sounds like when it comes to these guys, and uh, you know, obviously, I, I I've heard of the Wu Tang Clan, but yeah, I can't name much. Sorry, Jim. It's just it's. I'm not, shocked how disappointed you are by this. It's more disappointing how old I am, and more than anything else. And then G, who I th- you know, does he I know? Th- no, right? I I didn't get ODB off the the letters. Okay, but when I looked it up, I did know the artist only because I think it's a very funny. Everybody name. Yes. knows everything when they Google it, Jim. Come right. on, no, you're that, gonna let him. Fair. You're gonna let him pass with this. No, it's not. Oh, great. it's fair. It's uh, it's not great there. And I'm just, I'm just more disappointed in the oldness of of me and Tark. Tark just had a birthday, so he's a yeah, little bit old. I'm really old. I'm like, you know, eating out of a straw. So that's how <laughs> old I am. But uh, it was a good, great birthday. We had a lot of fun, and uh, you know, so they go by quick. So I can just make you feel older, Tark. Yeah. How old were you? Slash, were you alive in 1994, Mr. Strofe? Uh, not even close. No, I wasn't even a thought yet. My brother wasn't even born who's older than me yet. So, um, yeah, I was what year born, were you born. I was yeah. born December of 98, Tarek. My gosh. I'm he, a young He was there for the two Rose, the two Rose Bowls after. I was. Really I really remember them, <laughs> yeah. as, as you yeah. can imagine, yeah. And how, what were you doing in, uh, December of 98? December of 98, man. I was rock and rolling down in Charlotte. Yeah. I was in Charlotte, ah. North Carolina. Great yeah, member of the Panthers. Member of the Panthers. I didn't have a... I, I was given a cell phone, but I didn't quite know what to do with it. I kind of I let I, it was Erickson, uh, yeah, cellular, cellular Erickson, gave, yeah, I remember those. gave the cell phone to me and I put it in the uh, the glove compartment, yeah. and I was hoping to like maybe use it to call pizza, and uh, <laughs> I I never I never used it. So how For, big was this thing? No, so it was a flip phone. It was small, but I just never I didn't know what to do. I didn't. It wasn't in my routine. Of using it, and like nobody else really used it. And then ninety nine, though, I got one. And it was not a flip phone. It was, and I don't even know if it was a flip phone, but it was small. I know what you're talking about. I had, and, those are kind of like the ones it, I had for a while. Yeah, yeah and I, in in ninety nine, I started using it regular regularly. So it's a uh, it's a definitely a different era. Now ninety nine was you with Cleveland at that point, yeah. or Carolina. Okay, it, it, yep. And I didn't know how to lock it, so I was butt dialing everybody. <laughs> My mother, I was at I was at Hooters once. And oh. it was just, it was, and she and I can't believe she sat and listened. And I, and <laughs> what you really were doing quite, at Hooters? What's that? She was listening to what you yeah. were doing at Hooters? Yeah, I was at oh, Hooters awesome. with a bunch yeah. of teammates. And, you yeah. know, of course, we were flirting and yeah. talking to the girls and all yeah. that. And she's like, Tark, <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, why are you listening? Hang up. <laughs> uh, so you, you were in Cleveland and Carolina. That was your NFL, right? Yeah. So we had Nick Hayden. Now we're going to play that interview later. He also was in both those play, uh, both those places. Nick Hayden, a Wisconsin guy, but he really? got drafted I by he was Carol- in Dallas for a long. He was, but he got drafted by Carolina and also played a little bit in Cleveland. He said Carolina and Dallas were the favorite teams he played for. Wait a minute. He didn't say the Browns. Nope. God. Well, they cut him after chagrin. four weeks. So. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, he, was yeah, only he didn't four get weeks. The, the full. The full environment of the dog pound. Think get like, that full smell people, of those burning tires. People love football. You know, it's a lot like. Green Bay, you know, it's a bigger Green Bay. That's why it makes it. I I like that city because they're passionate, like the Packers are. But there's more to do in Cleveland. There's a lot more restaurants and different things like that. And I, I love Green Bay now, but Cleveland's just awesome. Not a lot of traffic either. It's it's fantastic. Uh, before we run Strophy out of here, you got any Badger questions for our College Game Day host here? 
Gosh, you know, uh, can we keep it up? Because I mean, are, are are you a believer? Yeah, I am at this point, right? I mean, if they don't win out, it's a failure. I think that's easier, right? That's easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're not going to beat Ohio State. They're not to Ohio State level. But if we do the easy math here, this is a Rose Bowl team. You're going to the Rose Bowl. You haven't won one in how long? Right, so that should be the goal at this point. But down Ches Malusi, you're going to see what some of these other backs are made of. Uh, we know how good the defense is, so that's not a worry. You're going to hold – I mean, even a team like Ohio State, you'll probably hold them to, what, 24, 28 points in the Big Ten championship sure. game? So, uh, yeah, they should win out, get to the Big Ten championship game, lose to a really good Ohio State team, then you go to the Rose Bowl and you – Well, let me ask you this. Now, yeah. go to the other side, the East, right? It's yep. really interesting. The next it is. Two, two weeks – I mean, you got Michigan-Ohio State. I think Michigan's playing Penn State. Is it no? Not Penn State. Um, uh, you've you've got a uh, Michigan State playing Penn State, and uh, Michigan. I think Michigan has Purdue. I don't know how, but anyways, there's some really good contests going on there. And if you know, can Ohio State win it out? You know, is, I, think I mean they, they can. They're the best team they? there, right? I mean, we're happy for Mel Tucker, the Wisconsin alum, but but we saw them fall last week. Ohio State is clearly the best team in the Big Ten to me. Yeah, um, fair enough. But they're, but they're we'll fast as heck. Man. They, they are, man. They're always on another level, and and uh, they've got some really good things going for them this year. You you were right. Michigan plays Penn State at the same time. The Badgers play Northwestern, and then Ohio State plays Purdue. So there are some matchups there. Uh, you know, Purdue is only dangerous when they're not ranked. So yeah, and Ohio State's only problem is if they don't show up. You know, and I know that's a lot of teams' problems, but you know. They they sometimes you know like the Oregon game and a couple others they made it a little closer than it needed to be, but um, it's going to be interesting and I loved I mean if we could win out and go play in the Big Ten championship game what a turnaround that'd be and uh, oh yeah you know are there any apologize apology letters for for Paul Chris uh, a no, ton no no oh no, no there's, still, there's a ton is there's he a ton defense. This team well, is uh, yeah, but this team offensively. We know the difference still now is the offense a slap fight and it is the, a clown show throwing okay. the football. But the ability of Mertz to complete a pass, <laughs> the, the bar is not high. <laughs> the offensive line doing as well as they are blocking for um, Allen. I mean, so speaking of the running backs here, so Ches Malusi season-ending injury did not. Uh, Paul Chris did not say what it was, but did say it's going to be one of those where it won't be spring ball when he's back. So. Obviously, a bad injury for Ches Malusi. Term, right? Uh, Can we just be honest about these things though? A little bit after, like it's it's done that he's, you know, I don't the NFL they give you a little bit more. I mean, why such a? I don't know why they do that. I, I honestly have no idea. Uh, the next thing here, Braylon Allen, Julius Davis, Brady Shipper are the guys listed as the the three backs, uh, according to Paul, that will get the most playing time. Okay. You're going to see what Braylon Allen's made of even more so than can you he, have, right? Can we give him the ball 30 times? I think you have to now, do right? Do you do that in today's college? I mean, well, he's 17 years old. Like, nobody gets the ball 30 times anymore. That's true. I mean, but you saw Julius kind of, he was he was contributing early in uh, last week's game, right? He, he got a handoff on the first uh, the first drive of the game, which you didn't expect, obviously. So he'll, he'll be promoted. He'll kind of play that Braylon Allen role. But I won't be shocked if he gets the ball 23, 24 times a game against yeah, that, Northwestern. That, that, that I agree with. To do it. He is. He is. He's a, he, he's, a, he's a beast. What did I call him the other day, Jim? A, 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 a boy beast? Man, man child? What did I call yeah, him? Yeah, man child. <laughs> he's borderline Megatron, man. Right, dude. He's, uh, he's he another is. breed. He is. But he's 17. I don't want... 
If I'm Braylon Allen, don't give me the ball 30 times. I'm seven. I don't want to run out my career at Wisconsin before I have a chance to get to the NFL. You do it one game, that's fine. But I don't. I don't want to see Braylon Allen get the. And I, we all love Ron Dane. Get the Ron Dane treatment here, where his best years were spent at Wisconsin. Yeah, but uh, listen, just, you, we may not see the guy in two years, right? From now, right. So, you know, ride him as hard as you can, and then you know he can move on. You know, those tires will not burn out on this guy. I, I agree with you. It's just the fact that we've never seen a seventeen-year-old with right. that kind of workload. No. I, you know, he's a big guy. He's still seventeen. Yeah, but you're young. Isn't like you're younger and you're. I mean, he's so young. Like, I, dude like, can't even vote yet. Like, like no, if he was twenty, I'd be like, yeah, he could handle thirty. He's a teenager. <laughs> I mean, like, he's. He's supposed to be in high school. You can't even go to R-rated movies ever yet. Seen. Yeah, he can't go to R-rated movies. He can't go to R-rated movies. Let him sneak yet. into like, a bar. He can't. He can't sneak into a R-rated movie. He couldn't go see Black <laughs> Widow. He wasn't allowed to see Black Widow. <laughs> He's and just the, amazing, though, man. He is, I, and it's nothing against him. It's more just like, woo. And I, you're right. He he would take it. And he would carry it. Uh, but I do hope that they can spread the ball out. I hope Davis can step up. I don't. You know, like I'm worried about Davis. See, Acker played some, Acker, but. But he's a true freshman. I don't know if they want to just burn the red shirt. Like they could be, they could still red shirt him this year. Yeah, if he only plays a certain amount of games. So I don't God know if you want to throw us. that away. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you, the, you, they're going to these it. guys. These guys, you never know what your future has ahead of you. Yeah. take advantage of the opportunity and play. Yeah, well, you know? I don't think it's going to be his choice. They're going to suit him up, and I think it's just going to be if Davis and Shipper and Allen can do enough, then they'll go game by game. We'll just get to the next game, and we don't have to play him. I played four years here, right? And in yeah. retro. I was grateful for the whole four. I was glad, it, you know, when it was time to go, it was time to go, even though I was sad to leave. Yeah. But it, in looking back, four years on my body, it was enough. And it was time to go, you know. So if you could play four years, in my opinion, you know, go do it, man. Go learn. Go go experience it. You know, sitting out stinks, you know. And then you're here five years. I mean, these guys are playing six years. Yeah. So it's, it's a little much. Yeah. I mean, I... I I get it. I guess if you're not going to play afterwards, maybe it's a, it, you know, I would not turn it down. Right. You know, if I, if I didn't have an opportunity to play in the NFL, mm-hmm. but it's definitely, I mean, that's a lot of years. <laughs> Stroke, before I let you go, uh, did you get a chance to try any of that great food from Wilson's Bar? I I was housing cheese curds as okay. I walked in, Jim. I don't know if that, that came through on the mic. I sure hope not. But That's a staple man, of the oh, show, so don't even okay, worry good. about it. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I know Tara can be a little sloppy, but yeah, yeah, I, right. I, I, try to, I try to be professional. So yeah. we're, we're knocking out some Coors Light. We're going to have some Fireball later. But, Wilson's, thanks for that fantastic, fantastic food. Tip your ankles. And, and Tark, what, uh, what did you have over I had Wilson's? a steak sandwich, man. Mushroom Amazing. and onions on top. Excellent. Like butter. Uh, it was like butter. Wilson's great play. I was in there. Just a flashback. I'm like, man, this place amazing. TVs everywhere. Just feels like Madison, Wisconsin. The second you want to walk in, I told Strope because he's still new to the area. I said, you got to get to Wilson's. You're, you're close enough. You're over on you know the east side of Madison. Get over there. They're just off of East Wash, uh, kind of near First Street and the Barrymore over there. Go check out Wilson's. I got a Wilson's burger that I'll be getting in a little bit later. Gee, you had the burrito. How was that? Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. It's covered with all of the like all the fixings on the top too, with the beans and and it was great. We keep on getting surprised by this amazing food here in the Madison Stro- area. Wilson's bar. Go ahead. Uh, I, do you have a girlfriend? I do. Yes. Okay. So I was going to say, oh, why are we going to Hooters together? No, no. I just wondering oh, like, through, through this COVID deal. You know, I was thinking of Wilson's, and there's probably some young ladies there you got to meet. But you know, how, during COVID, how was it dating, or how your how are your friends meeting girls and 
Uh, yeah, no. You've heard of Tinder, right, Tarek? You're yeah, that I've, old. I've okay, yeah, I've heard of it. Good. Kind of yeah. like Wu Tang. You know. Yeah, kind of. You. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just heard of it. Similar knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be it. But you know, I, I, I we were dating before the pandemic. Yeah, got so way you, too you close through, in the pandemic, yeah, and you survived. We survived, and we're still thriving. So I mean, it, it was odd though. Definitely, wow. Jim spilled coffee. Hold on, we're burying the lead here. <laughs> yeah. He's using he's using regular paper to clean this up. Jim, do you just want to go to break so we can I will, get paper I will, towel? But I just wanted to try because it it's coffee. I didn't want to get in everything. So. Go ahead, hey, keep it going. Yeah, I'm gonna just, <laughs> just gonna we're, we're, the yeah, let him clean up. Try, make him clean Badgers up. Badgers cover. Uh, what are they favored? I haven't looked like at 20, it. Yet. I'll 20, some water 24. I'll wash it out a little bit. Ooh, I think. 24? I mean, after what I saw last week, I'm confident. Obviously, no Chaz. Northwestern kind of stinks this year, though, right? So yeah, but they play tough against us. They do. They're, they're at home. I'll say, yeah, they cover, okay. but barely. Let's see what Fat Jack says a bit later. But but I, I would say, yes, they cover. Awesome. All right. This Let's go get you some paper towel. Metro Kia's Thursday night drive. Metro Kia of Madison. Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty and a 1995 oil change. This is Metro Kia's Thursday night drive presented by Coors Light and Fireball. I'm 100.5 ESPN. ESPN app and Wisconsin. The man. That money. ODB popped up on Tuesday when we are talking about OBJ and Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton chimed in and accidentally called him, him being Odell Beckham Jr., ODB instead of OBJ. I shared a look with Alex Strofe behind the glass. I thought we both were on the same page. Oh, he's that's funny. He accidentally referenced ODB from Wu-Tang Clan and not uh, OBJ from the now... Los Angeles Rams, but nope, Strofe had no idea who old DB was. Uh, G kind of claims that he believe he knew who he was now. Strofe cannot name a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. And Derek, a little bit of a music head, uh, now hopping on. Derek Engler, one of the regular co-hosts of the show. How does that make you feel? Oh, come on, man. That's the island. That's, that's the island out there. Red Man, Method Man, right. Staten Island crew. Yeah, Hard. But- Rizza, Jizza, old ODB, yeah. Ghostface Killer, uh, Inspect the Deck, yeah, Raekwon the me? Chef, unbelievable. Uh, Get some culture. I know, because I said they're not to the Grateful Dead uh, level, but it's Wu Tang and a few of the members. You just kind of need to know as just kind of living in a society. It reminded me of an intern didn't know a couple years ago that the Grateful Red was a reference to a musical group, the Grateful Dead. It, well, it, I mean, you, you, I mean, anybody that that. Um, is a fan of uh, hip hop rap. I mean, can go to where really the peak of it kind of occurred in the in the mid to late '90s, of course. And and Wu Tang was front and center right there. And uh, you know, uh, it, it started before that. The roots of it did, of course, uh, especially on the East Coast. The West Coast will argue, but um, uh, yeah, you can't. I mean, you got you got to you got to educate yourself, Alex. Now, now, gee, will you at least fire up? Uh, you know, maybe try to listen to a little Wu Tang, uh, just to kind of honor these old guys and you know all of us old guys. Absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. I thought you said so. G doesn't know Wu Tang. Neither one of them do. Nope. I'm oh familiar God. with Wu Tang, not so much ODB. <laughs> but I've got I've got a two hour drive up to uh, up to my hometown, then another hour up to Door County this weekend for a, a birthday getaway. 
And um, and during that time, I will I will have it queued up. Don't you worry. Your birthday, G. Uh, the sixteenth. And how old are you turning? Twenty four. All right. Well, wow. you're older than Strofe at twenty two. Oh yeah, mid twenties. Here we go. And so. Uh, Strofe, Derek, was born in 1998. Uh, Tark shared what he was doing in 1998. What were you up to in 1998? Uh, 1998? Yeah. I was on the East Coast, man, yeah. listening to Wu-Tang. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's, that's, I was with the Giants, and you know, I was, I was living life out there, single in New York City. Uh, speaking of living life, I want to give a shout-out to Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. The, ha- the best happy hour in town, the sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. Only $10 entrees and drink specials. Ruth Chris happy hour is seven days a week from 4 until 7 p.m. Make a reservation today. They are the sponsor of the Wisconsin On Demand feed for Metro Kia's Thursday night drive. Uh, t- uh, Derek, let's get started first with uh, some of the Packers news here. Let's work backwards, guys. Uh, we were on Thursday night. Well, wait, hey, well, hold on, yeah. hold on, Jimmy. Yeah, let me. Can I just set the record straight here? Yeah. Um, I'm fully immunized with the <laughs> immunized booster, but yet I'm sitting at home just because, as you guys know, I'm doing this because of COVID protocol. And unfortunately, my kid's school had a spike, and you know, some some of my family, is, you know, tested positive. I'm negative, uh, and I am fully vaccinated, which is a difference uh, with a, a vaccination booster. Uh, I, I'm saying that in jest because I know where you're going with this, yeah. and uh, I'll let you keep going. Well, and, and Derek, we don't have—I don't want to—we don't have to get into the the vaccine. I vaccinated part of it, but to me, that that bothered me, and I feel like maybe bothers you guys. The fact that Aaron Rodgers—he didn't take a stance, he didn't share any of this, he didn't do any of this until he got caught, and he was misrepresenting himself slash lying until he got caught. And now he takes a stand, and now he talks down to everyone when he says, I did my research, I'm not a she, I'm all these things, kind of implying that the rest of us who maybe were vaccinated are those other things. But to me, the problem with Aaron Rodgers was is now he takes a strong stance. I said he's the Bill Clinton of the NFL. You, had all, you, you were all, all one thing until you got caught. Now you got morals. Now you got standards. If Aaron Rodgers truly wanted to take a stance and be like Martin Luther King, who he quoted, then he should have said immediately, I'm allergic to the two vaccines. I don't want to take Johnson & Johnson. I'm going to do this. End of story. But he didn't do that. He pretended yeah. he was vaccinated. Yeah, there's one thing he should never do is get into a defensive back drill because he cannot backpedal. Um, and essentially that's what he's done this week. And, you know, he just looks terrible. I mean, the, the guy just, I, 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 you know, what respect through this off season that I maintained for him just to focus what he does on the field. This was ridiculous. I mean, to say, I, I, you know, to, to be a little contrite, not apologize that I may have quote unquote misled uh, people. I mean, those are those are supposed to be guys that are fighting for you in your locker room, for God's sakes. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about the fans. Right. I'm talking about your teammates. Well, right. and, and and that 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 to me that it was just a huge, huge disappointment because, you know what, you're not you're not this genius savant that you think you are. You're a me me selfish guy. Just own that. I, I agree. And yeah. those teammates, other players had to own it. Right, and He lost credibility right now going forward. Obviously, we all knew he's a little bit of a Fruit Loop before. I, I, I never gave him too much credit for anything, but I give, I give him credit as a great player. Um, and for him to you know try and backpedal and spin this, it, it didn't look good. So I just want him to come back and play. Um, 
you know, as far as vaccine or no vaccine or how everybody wants to do it, you know, that well, is something not we're not arguing. Part. The point is, yeah. it's it's just don't, don't to, be disingenuous. Uh, you know, play this game around it. It's not a game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have a you absolutely have the right to choose what you want to do with your own body, but then you got to own it because there are certain rules. They're called rules. You're getting paid a lot of money to follow these rules, and that are in and, place to protect others who you don't know their vaccination status. You don't know their status. People at home. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers, even a minute, you can contract COVID vaccinated, which means you could bring it home to someone at your house who's immunocompromised, which there is definitely at least one reporter for the Green Bay Packers who has immunocompromised family members at home that I'm sure didn't appreciate Aaron Rodgers representing himself as vaccinated. So that's the part of you are putting other people at risk because you don't want to own your decision. That's that part of it, guys. So there, there's that part of it with Aaron Rodgers. Then he kind of did a sorry. I, I, he kind of did a backwards, like, "Hey, sorry if you're mad that you think I maybe misrepresented myself and maybe I did." He didn't really say. He didn't ever said, "I'm sorry," and I lied. No, he he kind no. of just said, uh, "I'm I'm sorry you were offended by me being you know passive with the truth." So he didn't own it, and now he says he's done talking about it. But all he did was go on his little friend's podcast and talk well, about it. So let's see how that goes. Now, I mean, he he just keeps raising the bar. Yep. Uh, as he did throughout the off season, and now with this, to where you must absolutely have an MVP season. Where I don't know if you'll get the votes because of this, because personal bias comes in with all those writers. Um, but you have to, you have to absolutely blow it out from here on out, and then win the Super Bowl. If not, you will be written off like no other in Packer Nation. Exactly, and. Let's quickly, as we before we get to this other game here, you guys both talk about. I'll give you my thing on Jordan Love is that there was no special like wow plays out of it. He didn't look like he doesn't belong in the league. He's got a long way to go. You could sell it that hey, the Chiefs' defense is terrible. Love should have been better, or you could sell it that Love's been in the league for a long time. He should have been better, or you could say hey, you only got a couple days of practice. He needs a lot of work. I'll say this: the biggest thing Jordan Love has going for him is that much like Mac Jones with New England. He's coming to a team that's loaded with a coaching staff that's in place. Most co- most players go to teams that are usually in disarray. So he has that part. But what do you guys think Derek, of his performance? Derek, I, you know, you probably saw it better than I did because of, of the blitzes you've seen. But it, you know, obviously, when they brought six or seven guys, uh, he he just fell apart. Uh, either you know, he it looked like he couldn't see. But a guy's six three, right? I you got to break the routes off, right? Run the hot routes and. I don't. Know, we, we might have been running the hot routes, but he didn't see him. And I mean, is that just something that he could practice and get better at, and wait and well, see? Uh, there was obviously some timing issues, especially with Devontae. Uh, I don't think. I think Devontae came back what Friday from his um, uh, I don't know, COVID or whatever the yep. heck he was doing. I mean, I, he he literally just practiced. I, I don't think they had a day together. By the way, if they did, maybe a walkthrough. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think part of that is timing, of course. Um, you know, and and just getting his his really. I mean, that's his first whiff of live bullets, and um, you know, I mean, and they brought the house, uh, which they should have. Uh, I, I just, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, there's going to be some time where he's got to get repetitive. Um, action to to in, get that curve going. I mean, because. He, he doesn't have a lot of time. Um, if, if that, if, you know, we don't know. Has Aaron been named the starter? Is it? Is, I mean, is that what's going on? Do you know, Jim? No. So we don't know anything until. So basically, he doesn't have to test negative again. This is what we found out. He does not have to test negative again. But 
Oh, the the okay. team doctor has to clear him, and there's a physical test that he has to pass along, you know, and then they take baselines for him, and then the team doctor can say, like, hey, whether it's blood, blood oxygen level or heart rate, or they're going to look at him and examine him after the 10 days, and then they will make a decision because they don't want to do the negative test thing because COVID can have, I believe, what I forgot what the word they use, but basically COVID can linger, and you could get a, a test even though you're not, uh, you, you wouldn't transmit it. So they believe after 10 days you're not going to transmit it as long as you're asymptomatic that that's a, that's a day they feel comfortable with, but they also want to run medical tests to make sure he's not putting his body at risk to play in the NFL. So Derek, listen, I just learned this. Now, he is supposed to not work out. And I was thinking the whole time, well, he'll he's doing, be... He's doing yoga and walking. Yeah. Well, that, that doesn't cut it for your groin no. and your hamstrings. You know? No. No, um, but you know Aaron does what he wants. So you know he was probably doing all kinds of strenuous stuff. You know because his body is you know. Yeah, I mean that fair uh, enough. <laughs> yeah, but, you, but that, that's he's the got truth. it all done. If he was, if he didn't he, believe he, in anything before, he consults with Joe Rogan. So he's got every you know. He's doing kickboxing now. What uh, what podcast do you guys get your medical advice from? Can I <laughs> Howard Stern? You know. There you go. Yeah. This one on WisconsinOnDemand.com, the Wisconsin On Demand app. Right, there you go. <laughs> now, Howard Stern was fired up about Rodgers. Did you yeah, guys hear no, that? I, um, so her, Stern basically kind of said, hey, you know what? You don't believe in doctors, and when you get hurt, the, you, you can go see someone else. Yeah. So but, Stern was fired up over it uh, because, you know, with that part I, of it. Stern has the ability to kind of be loose. I just don't think, you guys, I, you know, I mean, it was a small sample size, but, I, you know, I'm not, you know, you see – I don't know if it was last weekend, whatever, the weekend of the backup quarterbacks. I mean, Jordan Love wasn't one of those um, that had a lot of success. Um, I'm not sure if he's the guy. Uh, I, re- I, I don't think anybody's really ever been sure. And, and um, you know, we didn't – you know, Kansas City, yeah, they brought a lot of heat. But, you know, they're not – I mean, they're not a great defense. I mean, they got some players, of course. But, uh, you know, I, I thought we'd be able to do a little bit more offensively uh, despite Devontae not being able to work with with Jordan in practice, um, it just it didn't, you know. And, and Kansas City couldn't do anything. Credit to Green Bay's defense, um, oh. you know. And then, and yeah. I, I really thought that defense kept putting Jordan in a, a good situation, and we just there was no production there. Yeah, we got to give credit to Joe Barry, the D coordinator. Uh, you know, we doubted. Well, now let's be. Well, well, I will say one on thing: is, no? I'm not saying. Their defense is rated, so I always use DVOA, which is a it, it combines oh boy, here we it, go. it combines everything together. So the Packers, because the Packers are still almost dead last, they're in the bottom third of the league in red zone defense and yards. So they're ranked fifteenth DVOA, mm-hmm. which is where they've been every year. My whole thing with this Packers defense is this: they're they're hovering around right where they've always been every year during the regular season. I and they that got Mike Pettin fired. So two parts: one, I want to see this defense healthy. I'll crown their butts uh, when they do it in the playoffs. To yeah, but me, for like, Joe Barry, point, who we really doubted, right? Yep. It was his, you know, Lafleur's buddy. Yeah, he comes in here. Now he, he has. He wasn't the coordinator for that Arizona game. Yeah, but it, he, okay. they played decent last week. They've they've done overall. They've played really well, and it, it doesn't matter if it was the like yep. one I mean, game or the other. The young the young corners playing aggressive. Stokes, you know, you got that that guy in the middle. Uh, he had a good game. Now Chris Campbell's Barnes, a yeah, second well, year player from UCLA. I mean, he beat out. Oren Burks for a reason. Um, I, he brought the wood. 
I, I like the way he plays. Um, and then, of course, you got Kenny Clark. I mean, there's some good things here. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, look, but, I'm not saying they're a bad defense by any means, no. And, and yeah, Campbell's definitely, I think, the MVP. Or, like, when he came in, he's obviously oh, made yeah. them, I think, a whole other level. Mm-hmm. But in yeah, that game, just... I, 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 exactly. Yep. Just kind of go back to, to love. You know, the defense played well. You'd like to see our offense capitalize on that. But our special teams, what do we... You know, Crosby's been up and down. Obviously, he's getting older, so he's open to some criticism. But that, you know, we needed to convert on those things. And maybe it wasn't his fault because it was blocked, right? The field goal was blocked. Hard to say. But you, 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 need it. you need everything you got you can't, when you have no. Jordan Love at quarterback. That game plays out differently because if Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback, the Chiefs are punting that ball. They didn't have any respect for Love. So then the Packers sure. are put in a position, but he does need to make those kicks. You're right. Yeah, in that scenario, when you have Jordan Love as your yep. quarterback, you got to have everybody taking care of their business. They don't have to go above and beyond, but you got to. Get a convert. Uh, you do. Let's take a break. I want to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. with the Green Bay Packers, and we can talk ODB. about the the, the, <laughs> the the running game for the Badgers as well. Uh, this is the Derek. Stay with us. Alrighty, we'll do it. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light. I want to tell you quickly about Carbon World Health. I was there today. Saw Doctor Nestor Rodriguez. Right now, month of November, fifty percent off labs. Uh, I had my labs with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. We're going to find out soon what those labs say, and then we're going to come up with a plan after those labs. You can do the same thing, because especially when you get in your 40s, it's more than just working out. It's about doing those labs and making sure your body is functioning, whether it's liver function, kidney function, hormone levels, all of it. Uh, Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and the team over there can get you labs. These labs can be taken by your doctor, and they can look into it and say, oh, good, your cholesterol, here's this, here's your here's uh, your liver, your kidney, all these other functions. Uh, that's all part of the labs. There, you get 50% off, so... Even if you just want to check out to see how you're doing to save yourself some money from your actual doctor, go see Dr. Nestor, Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. 50% off your labs at Carbon World Health. Go to carbonworldhealth.com. Better yet, just go stop in today. This is the Jump Around. 100. Point, or excuse me, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light and Fireball, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Big Willie Styles all in it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App and Wisconsin on demand, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. And we are, again, brought to you by Metro Kia Madison, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty and the 1995 oil change. Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Uh, Jim Rutledge alongside former Badgers, Tark Sala. we got Derek Engler on the phone. Odell Beckham Jr. chooses L.A. over Green Bay. And look, it really could have just come down to the fact of both these teams are Super Bowl contenders. The Rams are loaded. One has Aaron Rodgers, one has Matthew Stafford. But the Rams roster is, I think, better than the Packers roster. And one is in L.A. and one is in Green Bay. And Odell might have just said, you know what? Same money, same chance to win. I'll go play in L.A. Yeah, that makes sense. That you know, Odell's that kind of guy too, right? He, he likes well, a little you, bit where, of the attention. Where would you pick? Well, yeah, with that offense, that defense All out there, Aaron Donald. Up, yeah, and they just got uh, the guy from Von Miller. Von Miller. Yeah, and they have Woods, and they have Cup, and they have uh, Van Joseph or Jeff. I yeah, forget. I I don't know, Jim. It's still a. Um, let me tell you something. Um, Okay, if you didn't have all this noise around Aaron in the off season and and recently, obviously, um, with with COVID, um, 
and he was just doing what he does on the field. If I if I'm a receiver, uh, maybe not OBJ, but if I'm a receiver, I'm I'm still going to Green Bay because that you go where the the best quarterbacks at as a receiver. I mean, we just talked about this defense is coming along, and and I'm going to tell you it starts with that front seven. The two inside guys, Tyreek, and I just talked about Devondre's having a Pro Bowl season. Chris Barnes, that third and goal. When he lit that guy up, that's a huge game changer. He's and he's a grinder, by the way. I forget what community college or where he came from. And then the, the two guys, you know, we've been tough on Rashawn Gary. He's still getting pressures and, and pressing, starting to, you know, um, you know, play with effort. You know, I, and Kenny Clark. I mean, Clark. There's guys there, and you got you got the, you know, if our back end can keep coming along. I mean, I'm telling you what, you go where there's a quarterback. So I don't, I don't necessarily buy that. Well, I mean, so the, Derek, the Rams but, but are Derek, ranked fourth in overall team defense. The Packers are sixteenth. Yeah. But Derek clarified it by saying quarterback. Ode- Right, Odell Beckham Jr. Different cat. Derek said it before. But the Rams he, are he clarified that he had a little asterisk and hey, yeah. maybe not OBJ because he's a different dude yep. and he wants to be in the limelight. And you know, as Packer fans, Derek, right? We may not want a distraction that he might become. You know, it. You know, with every curse, there's a blessing. Every blessing, there's a curse. You know, so there's a little bit of worry of that. But obviously, well, no, no, we do I'm want to take that chance. LA is perfect. That's what you know yeah. because if if he would have. If you would have heard him make some comments, it's like, hey, I just want to know what my role is because I, this is where I think is the best place to win world championship with number 12, and I know I can enhance this offense. That's not the OBJ we thought we'd hear. So, you know, if, if he came here, he would have absolutely been a distraction in my mind, Tart. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you had any other receiver who just wanted to win, you know, then we get into that argument, and, I, you know, I'd – I'd stay with you, Derek. Where I think Green Bay arguably is a better. Well, here's what Matthew. Team. Here's what you know. Sean McVay could sell to him. Hey, I got to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff at quarterback. There's no argument that Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. This offense allows itself to throw the ball all over the place. And oh, by the way, Jared Goff is you know throwing almost 25 touchdowns this year, only six interceptions, having a Pro Bowl caliber year. So you're talking Hall of Fame to Pro Bowl, but we're not talking Aaron Rodgers to Jared Goff. We're talking Aaron Rodgers to Matthew Stafford. So that offense is prolific too. The Rams yeah. are prolific across the they board. Did. They weren't prolific the other night. That's no, sure. Titans are a heck of a football team. Yeah, and that's well, yeah. fine. Go ahead, Derek. Yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah, they're they're a good football team. They didn't have um, the best running back in the game either. He doesn't play defense, right? You know, but you were just touting the Rams' defense, right? But I was also touting their offense. They're a better football team than the Packers, mm, uh, statistically and across the board. I don't know about that. Well, statistically, they are. Sure, that's well, fine. Great, and record-wise, they have the exact same record. Right, and one team has better players and better proven stats throughout the year. Well, LA comes to Green Bay in, in January. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, we talked about the, the but will that happen? Three, because Aaron Rodgers hey. caught COVID and he missed yeah, one game and they lost. And he might play poor this next let's game and all back. of a sudden home field advantage hey. out the window. You know, so you're going down. Aaron LA. Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers. Yep, the best three in football. Yeah, right. You're going to take the Rams block. trio over that. He's he's trying to say collectively they're better. They are better, but, but that, mean, those like, three though make I, make up any difference that you're talking about. No in question. my opinion, our opinion, your opinion. Yes, your. I mean, that's why they're able that... to beat people. I mean, they beat. I mean, Aaron in the last minute could run a two minute drill and score at it at will. Yeah, it makes it makes a that's huge difference. Yeah, I, I'm difference. Not that's, my, I'm not putting my chips in on Stafford in that situation. That is the only difference. 
the Rams yeah, but isn't that, across, that, that, and it is a big difference. The, I'm not yeah, arguing that. Is that. The, that is the ultimate difference, and that's in fine. The I will agree with you on well. Oh, I will agree with you on that. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not the ultimate difference in the playoffs because he can't get past the NFC Championship game. No, the two minutes he lost to Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC Championship game, but. So, that, so you're saying though, being, Jalen Ramsey can shut being, down Adams? You think? Yeah. And that and that uh, that defensive line will put too much pressure on Rodgers for him to make that difference at the end of the game. So I'm saying it'll be a tough football game, and then the Rams are a pretty little football. You know, it'll team. be interesting, and I haven't heard much about this. Maybe you have, Jim. Is Bakhtiari's progress? He's cleared. He had to be cleared though today or yesterday, otherwise he couldn't be active for the rest of the year. So I don't know when he's ready to play, but he has been officially pulled off the IR. But they had to do that, otherwise he was done for the year. Uh, yeah, you know, and I, I'm sure maybe they've talked about it on Wildey and Tausch. I, I wonder what Jason knows about where kind of where he's at, you know, um, because if if they, if he could get a, get a good fourth quarter of the season here, regular season, in just to get, you know, I mean, to get. Really to get back into that football shape and get, you know get his technique underneath him and, and then start to feel good going in the playoffs. That changes everything. I will say, and just to your point, and yes, the the running game for the Packers is good. The Rams it's not bum. Henderson Jr. is not a bum, but Cup, Woods, Jefferson, Higby, Deshaun Jackson, and Odell Beckham Jr. is a passing. You tell me how the Packers are stopping that. Well, well Sean Gary thing, has four and a half sacks. I'm a not lot of pressure. Is four I'm not and a half sold sacks. on that Rams offensive line, and I know they have a couple Badgers in there that oh, I like. Yeah, but crushed, and I felt bad for those guys because I watched both of them. Tarek. But that would be a huge benefit to the, especially uh, to the uh, Packers. David Edwards just got yeah. Simmons had a, a freaking heyday that night. Yeah, no question. And our guys, you know, Kenny Clark and the and crew would be able to take advantage of that. Um, and and I think that's the way they'll you know. Be a heck of a football. Uh, the game. defense matches up well We're against that offense. We're also all forgetting about Tampa. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a whole different conversation, right? Yeah, well, that, that, yeah, then you're you're going. They're tougher, to man. The Tampa's tougher. They that's the problem. Tough. They are a tough football team. They may not be better, but they're, they're tougher. Tough. And oh, by the I, way, I, Arizona yeah, went out. No. Point. I'd rather I'd rather play L.A. any day of the week than Tampa. And the, I agree. Oh, by the way, you know the Cardinals just won a game with Colt McCoy, and they were in that pack. Remember they. <laughs> is is Kyler Murray? Be, when's he coming back? He'll be back. I mean, before the playoffs, he'll have to, yeah. he'll have a runway there. So if they're hanging around there too, there's a there's not a, last year was easier to get to the Super Bowl than this year. I think our defense, the Packer defense, is much better this year. They're playing much better statistically. Is, they're the same well, as last and I think, year. I think Campbell is the. He is a good player. He's a, a big difference. They yeah. didn't have he, last he's year. Playing at a Pro Bowl level. Tom. Yeah, now they, yeah. they're not playing with Alexander. Maybe he gets back. LaFleur said he's a long way out. So and they're missing Zedarius, who's a big upgrade over Rashad. Zedarius is considering coming back. Yep. If no. it helps himself. <laughs> well, he's hurt. <laughs> he's hurt. Dude, you come back in the fourth. He you know, but serious, if he gets let go, right, which probably will happen. Well his contract's expired, yeah. Yeah. But if he plays great into the playoffs, you know, the amount of money that guy will make be yeah. off the charts. Now if he doesn't play, what you know, he'll still get paid, but it won't be a what it'd be if he got if he was playing? Fair Eric, enough. We're gonna let you go here, but uh, you missed out. We had Wilson's Bar here for the food. Uh, I had a Wilson's Burger. Uh, Tar yeah, had a steak sandwich, yeah, cheese yeah. currency. You missed out on the whole thing. You missed thanks out. Yep, you had to do it. Uh, thanks to Wilson's for the great thanks, food, Derek. Derek, thanks for hopping on.
Uh, Wilson's Bar, great place to watch a game, great place to get some amazing bar food and a Madison institution. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN FM, Wisconsin, man. Play along with the charade That doesn't seem to be a reason to change You know I feel so dirty when they start Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive Presented by Coors Light and Fireball Metro Kia Madison over the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty in the 1995 oil chain Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership Jim Rutledge alongside former Badger Tarek Sal Live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios And we've got a little bit of time here before uh, the top of the hour, but did want to uh, talk a little bit going back to the Packers here. Uh, they do have a game coming up against Seattle. Russell Wilson making his uh, appearance back. It's hard to say which quarterback will feel more what's the word here? Game ready because Aaron's coming off COVID, which he could have a little. Just think of yourself like Devontae Adams referenced that when he came off COVID. I believe we have maybe audio for that where Devontae referenced uh, that his heart was beating a little bit faster. Even if coming off a cold, like you're sit, if you're kind of stagnant for a couple of days and not eating as much, and your body's working extra hard, you don't feel quite like yourself. Let alone COVID. Here we have that uh, clip ready to go. Here uh, we will in a second, and uh, and that's the thing with you know Rogers might have that same issue, and then Russ obviously hasn't played in a long time, but he it was a finger issue, so he probably has been able to oh, physically work out. work out. Yeah, nut. Yeah. So let's hear from Devontae. Definitely was a little bit more text uh, in the game than I, you know, usually would be. It felt kind of like week one all over again. Wasn't anything crazy. And I don't know if it was, I don't think it was the COVID that did it. It was more so just being stationary and not moving around for 10 days, which doesn't seem crazy. But when you're moving every day and, you know, getting the conditioning that we get as wideouts, you definitely notice a difference. Um, so day like today, I get a little bit more in, just try to get back where I was. And that's it right there. Uh, it doesn't have to be tied to long-term COVID. It's just a matter of you are advised or slash told to slash required to not do much for those 10 days as part of your regimen to get back. And so that Aaron's got that, but Russ obviously is coming back. He's going to have Russ from not playing as much. So. Yeah, but that 10 days off, is that would I'd be bet really the hard. In this game. <laughs> very hard, very hard. And I worry about injury. Yep. That's the number one thing. I, I could take Aaron at 60% performance-wise, but for... If he gets hurt, obviously that's gonna just yeah really hurt the season. But uh, you know, I, I I imagine he's doing something on maybe day seven. Yeah, uh, he's gonna do what his doctors tell him to do. So it's totally. I mean, he's not gonna. And the doctors are gonna advise him to kind of ramp up slowly. They're not gonna. You know, they're gonna do the same thing that they told Devante. They're gonna kind of give a a oh uh, kind of a way uh, to you know figure you know your way back into. The team and into the league here and going kind to of get back to full strength. But Seattle, they're a better team than their record implies just because you know they were a team that didn't have Russ. You're trying to go yeah. out there and win with Geno Smith, who I'll be honest, no I didn't question. know who was still in the NFL. It's quarterback-driven league. One of the top five quarterbacks in the league is not on your team. You're going to struggle and have him back. It's going to make it a tough game. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton has the best happy hour in town. The sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. Only $10 entrees and drink specials. Ruth's Chris happy hour is seven days a week from 7 p.m. Uh, excuse me, from 4 until 7 p.m. Make a reservation today at ruthschris.com or call 
608-828-7884. Best kept secret of Madison, the Horseshoe Bar. Maybe you'll see me, Tark, or Derek there. All three of us. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, you know, presented by Coors Light and, and Fireball. Fireball. We will uh, take a break here. We'll kind of get reset here at the top of the hour uh, and get back on track. 100.5 ESPN, ESPN at Band Wisconsin on the man. Thursday Night Drive. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Let's start segment by giving away some tickets from Coors Light, courtesy of uh, Madison Capitals tickets, courtesy of Coors Light. Let's give away a pair of Madison Capitals tickets, courtesy of Coors Light. Let's do, I see number one on the screen. I'm going to go with number one in honor of, uh, I don't know, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, whoever. Just number one. Call number one, 844-770-3776. Caller number one wins a, wins a pair of Madison Capitals tickets, courtesy of Coors Light. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. It was an NBA G-Leaguing night team right now that uh, had, wore the number one. Guy just made a big-time play. I'll have to figure out who it is, but regardless, call our number 1-844-770-3776. You're the winner of a pair of Madison Capital tickets courtesy of Coors Light. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. I want to tell you about Madison Lighting, or excuse me, not Madison Lighting, uh, Madison Extinguisher Services, and Madison Extinguisher Services, uh, you know the name, uh, is one name in flame, and that is Madison Extinguisher Services. Make sure to contact Tori. He's the guy. He's the owner over there. He can help you out. Tori Strauss, local and family-owned business. When it comes to flame, know the name. Uh, you can't predict when a fire is going to happen, so protect your business. Uh, Tori works directly with you to ensure everything is up to code and standard. So make sure to give uh, Corey a look for your business. Again, we'll also give away those Madison Capital tickets. Call number 1-844-770-3776. Badger football, Tarek. Um, the game against Rutgers was fantastic, but now we need to uh, turn our heads to Northwestern. And with the Wildcats here, uh, it's been a... Luckily, the Badgers are at Camp Randall, but we've you guys have used the term in the past, House of Horrors, against Northwestern. No Ches Malusi. That is tough, but, you know, I I do believe, you know, I think these other guys can step in. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Malusi, but, you know, the guy obviously put the work in. He got the carries. He, You know, they made things happen. Braylon Allen, obviously, is the heart and soul of that run game. Changed the season around when we started giving it to him more. Um we just got to find out, can, can a Julius Davis, uh, Aker, Aker, how do I say Aker from Verona? What, what's his, how do you pronounce that? Uh, Jackson Aker. Aker. Yeah. yeah, so Jackson Aker, um, you know, he's built like a, you know, a brick, you know what. He's, he's uh, he looks like a guy that could take some carries. Um, and you got Brady Shipper. So, you know, we, we just got to be able to fill those, you know those those uh, carries, and then obviously we'll see how durable Braylon is. Knock on wood, man. He is he is the engine, and we gotta we gotta ride him. And uh, you know, in the red zone, we gotta finish drives off. 
And we got to, Mert's got to continue to help move the chains. Just move the chains. Don't turn the ball over. And things are things are looking all right because that defense is unbelievable. 844-770-3776. Call in to get some Madison Capital tickets. 844-770-3776. Courtesy of Coors Light. Is this Badger football team... The defense is amazing, but offensively, are they, are they a good football team? Yeah. I don't know if they're just playing worse opponents. No, to go into Purdue and beat Purdue, Purdue's a good team. I mean, we we handled them. Now, maybe they weren't playing on all cylinders, but we handled them, and we handled Iowa, um, who's a decent team. I mean, they were ranked number two in the country, obviously over overrated, uh, but, um, you know, that, that defense is so good. I, I mean... You know, I think Alabama might have had defenses of this level. I think, you know, I think if there's any holes, it's in the back end. And maybe that, that'd be the difference between us beating, you know, Ohio State and not. But yeah. it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I Unfortunately, it feels like one of those Badger teams where they're going to be led to slaughter if they have to well, play we're, Ohio we're, State. We're or used team. to that. We're <laughs> used to that. So, you know, I think that's the way you, you let everybody talk and then you just go to the, the issue with the Malusi injury is that. There's no, there's no cavalry arriving. You were down to guys that this Badger coaching staff did not want to play, uh, and, and so it's, it's just unfortunate. It's nobody's fault. I mean, while Jalen Berger leaving looks pretty bad for Jalen Berger right now, it doesn't look great for the Badgers. But I don't know what you know, Jalen be getting a yeah. boatload of carries right now. The whole, the whole transfer portal is going to cause a lot of problems. You know, uh, guys are jumping ship too quick, and that's another conversation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do believe, though, they'll be able to make up for some of this stuff. Um, I don't want to discount Malusi because Malusi took a lot of carries, and he did a lot. He took what the defense gave him, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think – he didn't do such a great job of, of making the guy miss. He he did every once in a while, but it wasn't like – I don't know, man. I, I, you I could did, do worse I, than him. You could do better. Yeah. He was a solid running you back. You know, I'm tough on quarterbacks and running backs. You know what I mean? I, I expect – you know, quarterbacks just bother me because they're they're, they're my enemy, right? The, the running backs, I usually, if you're if you're, a, you know, they say a dog, or you're yeah. like, you know, like, dude, I love those guys, and I just feel like, you know, Malusi like to celebrate a little bit too much, a little premature, but you know, he, I could warm up to him. He takes some carries and he makes some things happen and all that, and I, and I'm worried that we may not be able to fill that in. But hey, listen, running backs could, if anybody could adapt and catch on, you know. Maybe a guy like Davis can. Now, Davis has to step up. You know what I mean? This is the, you know, wears big boy pants. Right. And, you know, from what I, you know, heard or, you know, he, he has all this ability. I watched his high school films off the charts. Yep. I mean, and he got a lot of good offers. Now it's time for him to step up and he could be that guy. And, you know, Aker, um, I'm going to just kill his name. You just hate Acker, me. Aker. Aker. No, yeah, he's from yeah. Verona. Yeah. Like, the dude's. He's built. He, he, let's give him some carries and let's go. So, and Braylon's got to be able to carry the ball 25, 30 times. And I don't, I don't, you know, there's he's capable there's some there. But well, I think he's capable. I just don't know if that's what the Badgers staff even wants to do. It's just not modern football anymore to crank him up from twenty, you know, teens to early low twenties to thirty. That's a lot of extra workload for a young guy. Yeah. A, a lot to put out there. But look, a lot's going to be asked of him, and he's a great. He's having a great start to his career. Eight four. Well, go ahead. Can we? I mean. Leading back to number five, yeah. to number five, just be be number five, be who he is. Davis, you know? you're talking about. No, I'm talking about Mertz. Oh, sorry, sorry, I got my yeah. numbers mixed up. Yeah, 
Um, what is Smarts? What is he? I don't know, man. I you know I think you know originally like we talked about last week, COVID kind of took him down. I don't know if it psychologically took him down, and then now he's building back up each week, and we see a little bit of light. You know, he could, he could throw it down, feel a little bit, do the checkdowns, and then when nothing's there, scamper, slide, move the chains, and then number zero is going to do the rest. So, and then and you see the offensive line gaining confidence. The receivers are gaining confidence. Ferguson's ready to go. I mean, th- this is setting up well. They don't have to be anything but what they are, and that's that's maybe maybe they could be good. Right now, they're yeah. decent. Yeah, you know, serviceable. They get it to become good. They got to be consistent for four quarters, because that defense will only get better because they'll have more rest. They'll create more turnovers, and it's a dangerous team if they're playing like that. That is all true. Uh, they are definitely a dangerous team if they can get it all put together. 844-770-3776. Going to give away those Madison Capital tickets. So call in if you want a pair of Madison Capital tickets, courtesy of Coors Light, 844-770-3776. March did throw three touchdowns against one pick against Rutgers, but it was against Rutgers. So it is kind of hard to, to fully grasp what he is. But he has been improving, and that's obviously a positive step here for the, for the Badgers. But they're still... Uh, a lot of football to be played for Wisconsin, and I, I, like I feel good about Northwestern. I feel good about Nebraska. The Minnesota game is one that's going to continue to linger for me. Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're going to be just lost up. Illinois, and Illinois stinks. So I mean, but I heard their offensive line looked terrible, and they're, yeah. they're supposed to be you know, look really like they big, up. giant dudes. Yeah, it didn't look like they showed up. Play, you know, play soft. It's terrible. And then you know the whatever the guy's name, the row of the boat guy, PJ. He just. He's gonna bury his team. He's just, it's, I think it's over. It's too much. You know what I mean? And I think it, it's a little bit of a facade. And then the kids ultimately will, you know, re- they realize it. Maybe they graduate just in time to bring the new guys in to sell them a bill of goods. And then just when they get, you know, I, that's why I don't think he'll ever get to the pinnacle. You know, and I question that with Harbaugh. And I don't know if, if I don't think Harbaugh is a, a a fake like the guy up in Minnesota. I think Harbaugh is just kind of dorky and he just can't like convey what he wants but he just he's so competitive that it gets you know they they kind of will their way but they can never get over the top because he's just kind of socially awkward it's weird how that manifests itself within the team you know the coach's identity who he like coach alvarez was just like you know he's the man right and he's he had his exuded so much confidence but that's you know that's who he is you know and the workman like and toughness and and you know just Finding the edge and all the things that coach did is just real, and when it's real, your kids believe in it, mm-hmm. and, they, and they'll go through hell for you. Yep. You know, and I think I think the greatest Paul has that. Now, Paul's not energetic or charismatic, but Paul has Paul's real. Yep. And when he says that, you know, f the turnover chain, <laughs> you know, like it, it meant a lot, mm-hmm. right? Because he he didn't do it to put on a show. Yeah. But like when he when he speaks, you got it's an incredible. insight into Paul who Paul is. When he said that after the yeah, yeah. turnover it, chain. It, it's not a show. This is not a show. This is real. And a lot of coaches league are not, you know, not showboats. You know, I, like Ference and Fitzgerald, you know. I, I also think, careful what you wish, wish for in Nebraska. Mel Tucker. He's, yeah. Dude, nobody's I'm, more real than him. Nebraska fired Bo Pelini, and they would kill for those eight-win years that Bo Pelini used to turn out year after year. Fair enough. Uh, I like, I mean, I, listen, I know Frost. But he's just not getting it done. But yeah, I heard they're going to bring him back. 
Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I just think, you know, going, and I, this is me making excuses here, though. He's in Oregon, Oregon, or wherever you want to call it. Then he goes down to Central Florida. Then he comes back to Nebraska. Not yep. that he forgot who he was and was from Nebraska, but the identity and what drives Nebraska is very difficult to recapture. And you get frustrated because you can't be as athletic as you'd like. Mm-hmm. You got to be more like us. Yep. And the, I think Frost wants to be more athletic, and he wants the guy to throw throw the ball around when he can't. And what happens is, you know, the old Nebraska, they're they're in the Big Twelve or SE, the Big Southwest 12, Conference back yeah. in the day. And you go recruit Texas and say, hey, your son's going to come play in Nebraska. You'll see him on TV, yep. or you come here. Well, where are they going to go? Right. They're going to come here and try and take our guys, or they're going to go to Chicago and try and take them. They're going to go walk over Iowa and us to get a Chicago guy, or they go out to New Jersey and try and sell a guy out there. They can't sell that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know it's a little bit of a tangent here, but no. it's part of the part of the issues that exist for Scott Frost. And I don't think it's a uh, you know whether he's real or not. I think it's just a matter of what the identity that he established or what he wants to do and what is actually possible. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN Up, and Wisconsin on the man. Group Health Cooperative knows you're more than a number. Your GHC doctor gets you, understands you, and doesn't just care for you, but they care about you. And GHC knows that you have high expectations. If you have an experience at GHC Clinic that doesn't meet your expectations, They'll refund your money. No questions asked. It's another you and GHC are better together. Now, we're going to be joined here by Fat Jack. He doesn't quite have a, an offer like that for everyone, but Fat Jack always stands behind his picks and is very transparent uh, with his picks. That's what we love about him along. Obviously, he takes a lot of crap from Tark and Derek. It is Jim Rutledge alongside Tark, Saw, Derek Engler out today. Fat Jack, thanks for hopping on. Yeah, Tark and Derek um, are the worst gamblers maybe on the planet, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with crap you. from both of them. Um, and by the way, nice, nice cover for Green Bay last week as a backup quarterback. Um, the general public got absolutely hammered. I, mean, I went on to Chicago and they said, yeah, we all had Chicago, but we lost everything else. I'm sure <laughs> up in Green Bay and Wisconsin, they'll say, yeah, we had, we had Green Bay, but everything else lost. The reality is the average gamble got hammered last week um, with just a highlight reel, you know, yeah. Jacksonville beating Buffalo and Denver beating Dallas and, um, you know, even Chicago covering against Pittsburgh, you guys with the backup quarterback against Kansas City, all those things uh, made for a bad week for most gamblers. My clients all won. We won a little bit of money last week. We were three and one on Saturday, two and one on Sunday with the selections. Uh, UFC won a little bit. So everybody's happy going into to this week and a week where a lot of guys that gamble are basically having to ask themselves, should I quit now? Because last week really buried yeah. it. Uh, we added a little more profit. So one losing week on the year, very excited about this weekend. I'm ready to go at FatJackSports.com. So you guys are, I, I guess, nothing to talk about up there uh, with uh, everything that's been <laughs> well, going on at Green Bay, right? Yeah, well, let's dive into it. Give us give us how do you, how do you handle the, the, the COVID situation, of the, the, the main guy, our number 12, not playing, you know. And for this game, we don't know until that Saturday before. Yeah. Like, how did, how yeah. does that go into your thought process? Have you guys talked about the, the locker room and just basically lying about whether you're vaccinated yep, or not, yep. all that kind of stuff? Yep, because yep. That, that type of stuff would worry me, kind of like before the season. You know, they come at the first game of the season, they go absolutely lay an egg, get hammered. 
because of all the things going on around him. Then they tied the boat. Everything's going well. You know, they win one late at San Francisco, and so things really got rolling. Win, winning, as you guys know, cures everything. Mm-hmm. But yep. now you've got they lose one, the cover, and they got the, the star of their team, this guy with a case who already had some internal things with at least some of the coaches. Um, where, how does that fit? And really, how quickly do they get back on track? Is really, I think, what you're saying. And real, I don't, I don't know is the answer. I won't be releasing Green Bay either side of the game this week. So. Um, because you just don't know how they're going to do. I will tell you this: Seattle's really good on the road, and they're going to get Wilson back. So um, they're four and one of their last five games they've covered. So um, it's a dangerous spot. I will tell you this: if if Rodgers comes back and they end up beating, forget covering, just beating Seattle, all's forgotten, all's forgiven. This team's back on track. I believe they're real resilient as far as off the field stuff of being able to, you know, put on blinders and focus on what's important. If they do go lay another egg, I, you know, there might be a little bit of that. So I, I'm not here to tell you that I'm in the locker room or no. There's a lot easier places to make money on Saturday and Sunday. But um, my my gut tells me that they will probably pick up where they left off. I would say Green Bay probably wins. Seattle may cover in a really, really close game. Talking with Fat Jack here on Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light. Different sort of locker room, I don't want to say issues, but adjustments here. How do you look at a team like the Rams who added – uh, two key players to a team. Like, how do you adjust? Like, how do you quickly do account for Von Miller, who hasn't taken a snap yet or very little snaps, and OBJ? Uh, how do you account for them trying to get into that team and get accustomed to them? Well, I, I think there was a little bit of a wake up call. Obviously, what happened to them, you know, this last week. I mean, just getting handled by mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee. And, you know, what Tennessee did. People want to write that off, but before we get into the Rams, I will tell you guys what they're doing. And a free winner, if you're out there betting, it's worth a flyer. Tennessee was only the fourth team in the last 15 years to win four in a row versus all playoff teams from the previous year. So what they did, very, very rare that a team would go through, beat every single team over the last four games that made the playoffs. So rare, there's only been three in the last 15 years that did that. And, guys, all three of those teams made the Super Bowl, and two of them won the Super Bowl. So they are in rare company for what they've just accomplished after handling the Rams. Um the Rams themselves, I think it's more of a wake-up call. I, I don't worry about them a whole lot. You could tell, you know, I thought, I don't think a lot of the announcers do a good job, but I do think the guys on, on was it, Sunday or Monday night, Sunday night, I guess, did a really good job of kind of explaining that they had gotten away with what had been working, but really what was not best for that offense. Just drop back pass, let Stafford kind of be Stafford, kind of what he did in Detroit, but just a lot better. When the reality is what they did in the second half is really what he should be doing. So I do think there's a learning curve with the Rams, but I, and I, I, I would worry about the number if I was a Rams fan. That number only being four and a half, five, six points. San Francisco looks all but lost to me. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I like the Rams minus the points, but I will tell you, we see games just like this every single week where things look really easy. You know, in the Tennessee's in another one of those. You've got backup quarterback from New Orleans, they're going on, they win, win through four in a row. But you always remember, in the NFL, you're never as good as you appear. You're never as bad as you appear. As, as you appear. Uh, so I expect the Rams to rebound. Uh, San Francisco is uh, abysmal um, against the spread at home and overall. 4-24-1. You heard me right. San Francisco, their last 29 games wow. against the spread at home. They're 4-24-1. They've covered four times. That is not good. And they're actually 2-9 and nine against the spread overall of their last 11. So this is not a team outperforming the market hardly ever. So I'll take the Rams and lay the points. Hey, Fat Jack, can you, can you handicap – I'm switching gears here to back to college. Can you handicap the uh, college football playoff race a little bit? Give us your insight of where it is now, maybe where you see it. 
Well, I tell you what you what you can bet on, and what where you what you can decide is: Do you like Alabama and Georgia, or do you like the field? Uh, because if you like the field, if you think anybody can beat them, you get plus three hundred. So it's three to one. You play Alabama minus Alabama and Georgia minus three twenty, or everybody else at plus three uh, plus almost three to one. So uh, that kind of tells you where you know where Vegas thinks it is. They think Georgia and even Alabama with how they you know they didn't look great even good last week against Tennessee, but um, but they definitely think that it's Alabama or Georgia's. Uh, to take, at least from a money standpoint. As far as who's going to get in, I, all of it's going to play out. I think the, the committee's a bunch of idiots, honestly. <laughs> I mean, they're they're sitting up there, and they put Michigan State behind Michigan. They beat Michigan. Two, it wasn't like they beat them week one. They beat them two weeks ago. But all that doesn't really matter. If you're a Ohio State fan or any of the Big Ten, those are, they're all going to play each other. They have a conference championship. The, the ones you have to – just the inconsistency of it. Oklahoma, who I think is going to lose two of their next three at least, at least one, maybe two. Um, but they are undefeated, and they, they're eighth or whatever against the Cincinnati team that literally almost ended up in overtime with Tulsa. Tulsa couldn't beat us. This team's horrible. I'm, I'm, they're not very well coached. They're not very good. And they literally were uh, – a guy not fumbled the ball, two-point conversion from going overtime. So I don't want to hear about style points if we're not going to adjust everybody equally with style points. So the top tier, I don't know that it matters a whole lot. You keep winning, you get it done, that's it. That third, fourth, we need eight teams. I mean, it's honestly, we need eight teams because you're going to get teams left out that may not have a shot of winning. Like I say, the numbers are that Alabama and Georgia are going to win uh, and everybody else is going to not win. But there are going to be some teams that are going to be left out this year in particular that are peaking at the right time, that lost early in the season, that, you know, played a tougher schedule than somebody else. I mean, there's a, it, it is a chaotic type year uh, this year. And so my, my guess is Georgia is absolutely, although I'll tell you, Kirby Smart's done everything he can not to win a couple of different times. The fake punt comes to mind here a couple of years ago, three or four years ago. That was just a totally ridiculous call. So if he can get out of their way, they are definitely the class – Offense getting a little better, and defensively they're just on a whole other level. I think we're going to see that this week too, by the way. I, I like Tennessee, love what Josh Heupel's doing, but I think Georgia smokes them this week. When you get down to a Georgia team and they're, they're up 70-21 and everybody knows you're going to drop back every single down, it becomes a long day. I like Georgia minus the points in that one. Nice. Hey, last question. Rumor has it you were, you were a pretty good athlete in your day. Give, well, tell us about that. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know who you were talking to. I mean, some some I, I folks was, in Oklahoma. I was not a bad, I, first of all, it was back before face masks. I'm not sure anybody cares. <laughs> He's got um, Oklahoma connections. Alternate. He wants to know. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, Oklahoma, some folks in Oklahoma, they might know you better a little bit. They just said, hey, but, you know, he was a heck of an athlete. So they, I thought maybe you could share a little bit. bit. I, was, I was all state and all decade in high school. I, went, I signed with Texas Tech to play and did up not playing for them. Went and played golf in Arkansas for a small Baptist school. Um, so – I was the type of guy that was a little bit undersized for what I did, but I was mean, yeah. and I hit a lot, and I was a, I was a hitter. I love contact, love hitting, love cleaning the pile. All those things are illegal now. That was kind of my thing, and I also played baseball and golf. So, um, yeah. athletically, yeah, I was, I was an only child, man. When you're an only child and you're in sports, you, you better be yeah. good about everything, right? <laughs> I'm doing nothing except shooting baskets in your spare time. So, um, like I say, my dad was an All-American. He played for the Redskins for a little bit. Um, is in the Hall of Fame of a D2 school around here. So we're, we're that bad combination of we're not incredibly smart, pretty good <laughs> players, very full of contact. And then I had my son. 
he was very, very smart, had a bunch of D1 offers, didn't do that, went to U Chicago, was an All-American there, is now on Wall Street. So, you know, a lot of different paths to where you get going. But, I mean, yeah, I, I've played some football before. Yeah, well, you might have fit in well with us. So, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I probably. Guys, have a great weekend, all right? It's, it's, and by the way, happy, uh, what is this? This is more, it's not a. Veterans um, Day. It's Veterans Day today. Veterans Day. Amen. I, I, may be, I may have been hit too many times in the head. <laughs> happy Veterans Day. You too, Amen. Right? Thank you for Thanks everything all, that has served our country in the past. We sure appreciate everything that you've done for us. So uh, have a great weekend. Go to FatJackSports.com and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Fat Jack. We echo the Veterans Day uh, sentiments as well. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball, is also back alongside former Badger Tark Sala. I am Jim Rutledge. Uh, we got uh, this segment here, and then we're going to go to Nick Hayden to wrap up the show for Throwback Thursday. We'll play that back uh, for tonight's show here. But, uh, Tark, as we look here, the Dolphins got their game Thursday night. They're rolling out with Jacoby Brissett, as with Tua injured, this game... A 2-7 Dolphins team. This uh, sure looks like uh, a slaughter is going to be coming their way, especially with Lamar Jackson playing at an MVP level. Well, as the Dolphins, you got to turn your mic on there. Sorry or, about that. Yep. Pat Jack said, hey, that you know, when you're you're ugly, it's not as ugly as it appears. And when it's uh, pretty, it's not as pretty as it appears. So you never know what you're going to get. And I guess the NFL made it that way. I mean, there's a lot of parody out there, but you don't seem convinced that uh, might yeah. even give him a run tonight. They, I mean, obviously... They have Van Ginkle, man. <laughs> anything can happen on any Sunday. That is true, and it's a Thursday night. But the the Raven, these two, these are two teams going two different ways. And as the year goes along, Tark, you, obviously these guys are playing professionally, and they're playing uh, nothing else to get their next job. But at the same time, the Dolphins here, these players, and I've been in the locker room, but obviously I'm not covering them. That's not that they're not trying, but as the year goes along and you realize that you're only playing to make sure that you may have an opportunity to play somewhere else or on this team next year. It's a little different than playing for playoff status or, or winning the division. Yeah, but you, you you have some guys that, you know, I know all these teams are still fighting to win the division, but you, you Brian Flores, right? That's yep. the coach. He's yep. he's going to hold these guys accountable. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I've, I've, I've been in that position more times than I'd like to be <laughs> yeah. where you're fighting for your job. So. And there's you, an accountability, but there's a the Ravens are playing to try to get the best seed in yeah, the Of course they're gonna have more motivation, but you know, once in a while a team shows up, right, and they play like they are playing in the playoffs. Yep. Because they, they, they come together for that game and that's what causes these, you know, weird games where you see a team that's, you know, a five point dog come back and win. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, likely that the Ravens are gonna blow them out. Uh, on the other screen here, we have uh, Pitt, and they're kind of a surprise team this year at seven and two. Their quarterback is making some noise now. Uh, he's not quite of Joe Burrow's pedigree, but uh, he is a, a guy that's made Mel Kiper's draft board here as a, a rising quarterback and a, a pretty good player for Pitt right now. And they're seven and two and handling their business against uh, Carolina or North Carolina right now. Who, who's the head coach at Pitt right now? I'm sure. Is it, good is it question. the former Michigan State guy? I will look it up for look you. Look it up because uh, 
that coach might be in high demand. So that's the type of program, right? Where you you, you rise above in the league. And yeah, then, Narduzzi's still coaching yeah, Narduzzi. out there. Yeah, you, you watch him. He could get picked up somewhere next year as a, as a head coach. Well, and yeah, because Pitt is a program, but at the same time, it's not a bad place to be a coach. They share a facility. Well, I don't know if you you didn't see a lot of uh, Kenny Pickett is the the quarterback that I'm talking about here, but Monday Night Football they talked about Matt Canada, former Badgers OC, getting he's the OC for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Now, getting Tom, what job? What's it? What a head job? He, he no, he got that Pittsburgh job because he was coaching at Pitt as an OC, and Tomlin would be there and he'd see the offense they were running and he liked it and he said he saw Pitt go out and beat Clemson and put up 40-some points on Clemson. Uh, or maybe they didn't win the game, but the offense put up 40-some points. And Tomlin said, you know what, I know the guys that are on Pitt, and I know the guys that are on Clemson. The guys on Pitt are not yeah. that type of team that should put up 40 on Clemson. So he was impressed with the play calling and gave Canada a shot, I believe, as QB coach last year, and now he's OC. But again, to the that job being desirable, Matt Canada went from OC at Pitt to yeah. uh, OC at I thought you were going to start saying he's, he's going to be the next coach at, or being considered for LSU, which that's where I, I, I don't think Narduzzi would be considered, but there'd be a maybe a another Power 5 job that he might be considered for. Um, so it's going to be interesting, and, and that leads me to think about Mel Tucker. The, you, do you think Mel Tucker is getting bounced around down in uh, Baton Rouge? Probably because Michigan State worked out a pretty terrible deal for themselves. The buyout's like $4 million or something. It's, really? It's not a high buyout number. Now, I don't know if Mel wants to bounce again. He's got to bounce from Colorado, which was tough, right? Yep. Michigan State. But maybe... They, they backed the truck up again? And Now, you guys know Mel, and Mel, I, I don't know him. The only reason I know him as a former Badger, and he was the Bears yep. defensive coordinator for a year. But what with Mel, you could make a case of, hey, how about you want me? None of you guys are putting in these buyouts. Like nobody is really telling me you want me by giving me some major buyout. Yeah, this is a business decision. You know what I mean? I mean, how how do you how do you say no to forever. LSU? Right. You know, eight ten million a year. How do you say? I mean, that's the same thing you made for Michigan State. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, and that's the thing. Like I know people in Colorado are upset that he left. Maybe the way he left, but the certain things you could say, you can't say when you say them. You know, when he could tell, when he could leave, and all that stuff. But, you know, he's a high-integrity guy. He coached under Saban. Um, he coached under Barry uh, for a short time as as He was an GA. interim coach in the NFL, too, with the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Yeah. Five games in 2011. And he was the Bears defensive coordinator, yep. which I know didn't go well, but I know he learned a lot from that experience. And all that's coming to fruition now. And, you know, what he did at, at Michigan State is unbelievable. And... I wouldn't be surprised if if LSU puts puts a big deal on the table. I mean, he's been serving his uh, dues as a coach since 1997. So, yeah. and really, his first head coaching job was the Colorado one, outside of the um, the opportunity to be uh, the interim coach in the NFL. So, that's obviously a lot there for for Mel to think about. Kyle Schuppel's always got this transition going on, like we talked about before. I don't see, unless I'm missing something here, Nebraska, Northwestern, Minnesota. The Big Ten West is going to kind of keep it status quo here. As far as coaches? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the Big Ten West, it's been good for the Badgers, but it it's kind of the NFC North of college football where you got the Badgers or the Packers and then everyone else. I mean, this yeah. is the year where if anyone's competent, the Badgers aren't. Playing, I, I mean, they have a three. They're a three-loss team, 
and they control their own destiny with a lot of time left in the year. It's just weird that the three loss team they should like maybe backdoor your way in on the last day of the season or something. Not, no, like, yeah, you control it. But I that, mean, it's it's pretty it's amazing from where yeah. we were. Yep, to where we are today. I mean, that's credit to credit to Paul and the staff, and they were taking a lot of criticism. I mean, a ton of criticism, and it's tough when you when you open with. You know, three top 20, yep. maybe arguably with three top 10 teams. Uh, that's a huge challenge. And with a quarterback who didn't have the confidence, I mean, that's what it came down to, in my opinion. He wasn't confident. And they kind of, it, it spreads throughout the offense and they were anemic. And now, a little bit of confidence, moving the chains, they get themselves a chance. This is uh, Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by. Coors Light and Fireball. Jim Rutledge alongside former uh, Badger all-time sacks leader Tark Sala as uh, we're kind of wrapping up the show here. Thanks to Fat Jack for hopping on. Thanks to Derek Engler for hopping on. Uh, we've been able to kind of touch on a lot of things here. But Badgers against Northwestern, before we get out of here, what's your thoughts uh, as far as a prediction on that game? Well, I think, we, I think we'll hammer them. I think you know, we're going to rely on the run. That, you know, the quarterback... Seems like he's a little elusive for Northwestern, but we could obviously mitigate that. Um, you know, I I just think we're going to run the ball down their throats and be able to play great defense, turn the ball over, and, and essentially what you saw the last couple of weeks. And Northwestern's kind of struggling this year, and you know we got a lot to prove. We got to keep on getting better, and I think uh, I don't I don't see anything different going on. So as long as we we show up, and I think we will, and the Packers going to crush them. Packer game, it's yeah. gonna be awesome. Well, I wish I could a, go to it. What's the prediction here, dude? That's too tight. Pain. It's gonna be. It's <laughs> gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a barn burner. I think that you know, uh, we're gonna need Crosby. Uh, it would be interesting how this cold weather affects him. You know, he's he's used to it, but uh, I think he wins by a field goal or so. All right, well, Tark, uh, we're Packers. gonna hear from Nick Hayden next year, so you can either hang Nick or Hayden. You can, yeah, Hayden, you can listen to that. This he's is awesome. Metro Kia's. Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball. Thanks to Wilson's Bar and Grill again for some fantastic food, that Wilson's Burger, along with some other fantastic food, cheese curds, rib sandwich, the burrito that Alex G ate. Everything was fantastic. This has been Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. I shouldn't say has been. We're now going to hear Nick Hayden coming up next segment, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. We're now going to go and hear a little throwback Thursday with former Badger Nick Hayden on Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. We got in this thing and went back in time. Let's take a journey back in time. It must be some kind of hot tub time machine. We're sending you back to the future. This is Throwback Thursday on the Jump Around. Welcome to Throwback Thursday on the Jump Around brought to you by Corona. I have a mystery guest with me. I'm going to ask this guest 10 questions. Once we are finished with the interview, we're going to give away a case of beer from Corona. Uh, we will do that to Strope. What caller do we want to do after the interview? Caller number three after this interview. Listen for the cue to call, and we will give away a case of Corona after the interview. You must be 21 or older, and please reside in Dane County. Now is when we thank our guest without saying their name for hopping on. Thanks for uh, taking the time to uh, catch up with us. 
Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome. And so we're just going to ask you some questions. You know, we want we want uh, people to figure out who you are as it goes along, but so feel free to, to answer as freely as possible. Uh, and we'll start with this one. Who was your favorite athlete growing up? I would have to say uh, growing up would have been uh, Brett Favre. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. I'm imagining you were a Packer fan, but what else about Brett? Uh, was he just because he was the best Packer at that time, or what was about Brett that made you, you uh, his favorite? Just the just the love of the game he played with. You know, um, every every game he went out, he competed his butt off. Um, just the way he went out and did it. Um, I kind of just emulated my game after that. Just giving it everything you got. Hurt, sick, whatever it might be. Just showing up every game day and uh, just just giving one hundred ten percent every time. Uh, the next one we have for you is that besides the sport that you played, what sports did you play in high school? They don't even have to be for the actual team, but what other sports did you play when you were in high school? I played basketball. Awesome. Any good? And that was – I was uh, conference player of the year my senior year. That's pretty good. That's, uh, that's yeah. a pretty good player, I, yeah. I, I, and also a scholarship to uh, UWM-Milwaukee for basketball as well, so – Oh, you and uh, well, I think one of your former teammates, Marquise Mason, also, or maybe you guys, I don't know if you guys crossed over or not, he also uh, had a UW-Milwaukee scholarship offer, played for the Badgers, but was pretty injured with you guys, but also the UW-Milwaukee kind of crossover there. UW-Milwaukee just missed out on uh, good basketball players with uh, having to go play football somewhere. But the next question we have here for you is, who is your favorite musical artist or band right now? Oh, that's a tough one. I would probably have to say uh, Chevelle. If you're uh, familiar with the band, they're more a little rock, hard rock. Um, Strophe, not in your head, yeah? Yeah, I like Chevelle. Okay. Good band, good choice. I'll have to add it to my rotation here. I don't know them. I, look, I just I just yeah, discovered... Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I just discovered uh, what, Greta Van Fleet. So I'm, I'm learning things as we go. I'm, I'm old. You're behind, yeah. Well, I just get stuck in the song. In the, in the, we just spent the last two segments talking about Wu-Tang <laughs> playing. I get stuck into what I used to listen to. So I'm happy to, to get some new stuff into the mix here. What are you binging right now? Well, I just finished uh, the Squid Game. Um, I thought that was very interesting. It uh, kept my attention, so we were watching that, uh, me and the wife. And then uh, All American as well, uh, Netflix. We just started that not too long ago. What's, I've heard of Squid Games. What's All American? Uh, just like a football kind of show. Um, high school All-American football player kind of just goes through the ups and downs and Basically, just kind of dramatic. I don't know. Just kind of, you just sit there and just kind of watch it, sit on your phone, just something to watch at night with the wife. Hey, no, I watch Friday Night Lights. I watch all this stuff, so nothing that's explained it to me. I get it now. It sounds interesting. I'm going to put it on my list. Uh, what, uh, what nicknames did you have when you were playing or now? Um, so, when I was playing in the NFL, it was uh, Golden Cock. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on, uh, on the, the radio. Chicken. Yeah, chickens. Yeah, it's all good. But, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, basically, uh, my position coach basically uh, gave me that name because I played the cock nose position. Um, I tilted at the nose position and kind of just went with that. Well, you know what? I can't imagine there's uh, a lot of nicknames better than that one. So, congratulations for you. Uh, the next, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Who is someone that you competed against that you admire? <sighs> Well, I'm going to probably date myself. I did play against Brett Favre uh, when he was with the Minnesota Vikings. That was awesome. Um, right. Tom Brady with the Patriots. Um, it's just it's uh, Peyton Manning, I could say also. Um, it's just awesome just going through and just seeing those quarterbacks live and actually getting, being able to play against them. Um, 
and just just the dedication and work they put in, and just it's just seeing the craft of the game. Where's your favorite spot in Wisconsin? Ooh, I would say uh, the Lake Country area. If you know if you're familiar with that at all. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, um, that's a good pick. Uh, I have a boat on a I have a boat on Akachi Lake, so I like being on the lake or my backyard, my pool. So those are my two favorite spots, I would say. I, I think a lot of our listeners would agree with you. Those are pretty sweet spots. Everyone tries to get get away uh, up north, anyways, to be able to be on a lake. What uh, What's your best memory from competition? Uh, I got a couple, I guess. I would say in 2005, being the Minnesota Gophers and retaining the axe, um, getting back the axe. And then I also scored a uh, touchdown um, in the NFL, um, which I've never done on defense before. Those, those are pretty good um, memories I, here. Against the Minnesota Vikings as oh, well. So even, I, guess, uh, I like doing that against the Minnesota team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the... Besides the sport you play, what are you most known for? Or most proud of? However you want to do it. Yeah. More, um, I guess I'm just most proud of my three daughters that I have. I guess definition of a girl dad right there. I'm um, just proud of just, uh, just being able to see them uh, just grow old, I guess, and just, uh, just teaching them the values of life and uh, just being a dad for them and just being there for them all the time. I get that. I'm a girl dad as well with two girls. Why don't you go ahead and reveal yourself? Right now? Yep. Yeah, I'm Nick Hayden. All right, Nick Hayden, former Badger, former NFL guy. 844-770-3776. Call number three will win that case of beer from Corona. Nick, what do you – obviously, you touched on it a little bit here, but talk about your NFL career after leaving Wisconsin and kind of what you've been up to. Yeah, so, I mean, I had a good NFL career. Um, you know, some ups and downs, um, like anyone else, but I made, made it out uh, healthy. Um, played nine years, got nine years in, so impressive. Uh, came out healthy on the other side. Um, now I'm just uh, back, back to where I grew up um, in Lake Country area, um, Heartland, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, coaching, I help out coach football there at my uh, local high school. Um, just trying to get back to the kids, you know, just through life experiences that I've learned through not only football but just life in general. Um, and just try to give back as much as I can, knowledge, everything else like that. Um, besides that, you know, I'm coaching my daughter's basketball team right now, so I'm doing that in my spare time and just enjoying life with them. Um, like I said before, just watching them grow old. I mean, it's just un- unreal just seeing a part of me in someone else, I guess. Um, most dads would know that or, you know, moms as well. Um, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just unreal, and it's just, it's just a fun experience, I guess. And with, uh, you know, I do a show with some former Badgers, and Tark, Sal, and Derek Engler, and they each played for, I think, two NFL teams each, so they kind of root for their NFL teams, and then, you know, they have their teams they, they rooted for as they grew up, but uh, you played for a good chunk of NFL teams here. Uh, how does that work for you? Do you root, kind of root for them all? Do you have uh, personal, kind of a couple of favorites there, maybe Carolina for drafting you? Uh, and obviously, I'm assuming you're still a Packer fan there, so how does that whole fandom work when the games come on? Yeah, I mean, I still root for Carolina. Um, I just saw they just picked up Cam Newton yep. today. Um, great signing for them. Um, and then I, I cheer for the Cowboys. I'm, I'm a big Cowboy fan still. Um, just love the city of Te- uh, the state of Texas. Um, I, Jerry Jones was awesome, uh, awesome owner. Um, just, just everything about it. Just everything's big in Texas, like they say, <laughs> and it was. It was a fun time. Great teammates. A great, great organization, and then I just still, I still watch the Packer games, right? They're always yeah. on, on TV here, so um, you know I still check in and see how they're doing, and uh, you know secretly 
somewhat root for them, um, just because I like to, I like to see the state of Wisconsin do well. No, it makes a lot of sense. That was the team you, you know your favorite player played for the Packers. What what about Odell not coming to uh, the Packers, going out to the Rams? How's that uh, How's that news hit you? Yeah, I don't blame him though. I mean, obviously you have. L.A. or you have Green Bay. Well, not much to do in Green Bay and a lot to do in L.A. And, you know, OBJ, just being the type of guy he is, he's going to do well probably, you know, better in L.A. than Green Bay, I'd imagine. Just more opportunities out there. Well, Nick, it was awesome uh, getting to know you a little bit through this interview. Thanks for hopping on. Yeah, you got it. Thanks for having me. That was former Badger Nick Hayden as part of That was former Badger Nick Hayden as part of Throwback Thursday on the Jump Around earlier today. This has been Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.